coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. Today, we have some special guests. I have a couple guests with me, which is always exciting to have this dynamic on the show. So I am excited to get started. Today, I have with us Brian Miller. He's the CEO of Patrice and Associates. And I also have along with him, Duke Witte. He is a successful franchise owner in out of Aberdeen, South Dakota. So welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you, Rob. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Rob. You got it. It's great to have you both here. So we're going to delve into the world of, you know, recruiting. And I want you guys to, to help us understand, you know, where you guys come from, from the industry and, and what makes you unique. So I want to start with you, Brian, being the CEO. I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your story of getting to the place of being CEO and a little bit about uh, the brand and just, you know, the you know, the brand itself, the core values, the vision and, and the mission and where you're kind of heading, given the world we're in. It's, uh, I think that's a more challenging uh, task to kind of have a vision. So it'd be interesting to see how that works for you guys right now. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. Yeah. My name is Brian Miller and I'm the CEO of Patrice & Associates. We're the largest hospitality management and executive recruiting firm in North America. We've been doing business for about 30 years. Uh, we have approximately 180 locations in the US and Canada. It was founded by Patrice Rice, our founder, more than 30 years ago. Um, she saw a, a niche opportunity within the hospitality and actually the retail industry. And uh, I joined her about a decade ago and together we built the business into what it is today. Uh, she's decided to sort of semi-retire a little bit, and I became the CEO of the company in December. Part of what is driving our, our business and why our business is booming is the labor market. The labor market was a very tight labor market prior to the pandemic. It uh, We all know what happened during the pandemic. It's an even tighter labor market right now. One of the areas that we've seen explosive growth in our brand on is in the area of executive search because approximately 40% of the baby boomers left the workforce during the pandemic and didn't return. That created a big gap, especially in leadership positions. And so that has been helping to drive some of our great franchisees like Duke uh, and taking us really to new heights. It's pretty simple what we do. We find really talented people and we match them up with really good companies. Uh, we have traditionally done that in the hospitality area. But because of the labor shortages and because of what we see happening here in this next decade, we have been moving into other vertical markets as well, outside of hospitality, mostly because our customers have been driving, in that, driving us in that area. Our business and our mission is really centered around the core values of our company. And the core values are so important to us. It's, they're not just posters on a wall. They're something that we really take to heart and we live by every day. And those core values are respect treating people with dignity and respect the way we want to be treated, excellence, striving for excellence in everything we do, service, looking to provide world-class service, and then finally teamwork, which is really how we collaborate 
and how we work together to deliver those services. As Duke can tell you, we are all about quality rather than quantity. So the core values of the company, of course, affect how we work with each other, how I work with, you know, great franchisees like Duke, how Duke works with other franchisees. But at the end of the day, it shows up in the services that we provide. In our case, there's two primary users of our services, the candidates, the people that we're helping with their career choices, and the companies. And one of the reasons why I think I, I think our company has grown so much, especially in the last few years, is because of our core values and the way we deliver that service. And, and people like Duke, who I'll give him a chance to, he can talk a little bit here in just a second about what he does with companies to really deliver that quality and make those core values come alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look, it's it seems like a, a very interesting time uh, to be in your business. And you talked about, you know, I didn't know that the pandemic, um, 40% of baby boomers left their positions and didn't come back. That's an interesting stat. That seems really like a big major stat, right? Like none of us would have seen it coming. Um, so yeah, let's get into Duke. Like Duke, what, what about the brand, the industry, the opportunity attracted you? What, what's unique about it from your view coming in as a franchise owner? Yeah, certainly. Thanks, thanks, Rob. Um, you know, so I spent uh, you know just about thirty years in uh, in corporate America with uh, with a hotel company, and uh, you know, so this was a great opportunity for me to come back into you know the hospitality industry and uh, provide you know recruiting services for it. Um, really looked at it, you know, as more of a, a life choice, if you will. Um, you know, so the franchise model offers a lot of you know, work-life balance that allows me to stay located in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, you know, so uh, other other roles would have, you know, taken me to, you know, different metro areas and so on and so forth. You know, so, so that was one of the things that uh, you know, kind of drove me to the decision. And then, um, you know, when I was, uh, you know, thinking about the, the franchise opportunity, you know, I talked with a couple existing franchise owners and just kind of talked about it. And, you know, as Brian mentioned, uh, you know, the core values, they came clear and true in every single dialogue that I had. Um, you know, so that kind of really made me think that, you know what, this is, uh, this is more than just something on the wall. This is a true, true, you know, day to day life. Uh, you know, so I can tell you that, you know, in corporate America, it's very regular that you have emails go unreturned. You have, uh, you know, voicemails that don't get returned and those types of things. And, you know, I've been with uh, Patrice and Associates for just about five years now. And I literally, I can count on one hand when I didn't get a response, you know, and there's always a good reason why, why, why it happened, you know? So, um, you know, so that, that sense of, you know, teamwork, um, you know, that, that just means, you know, the world and, uh, you know, something else that I will say that, you know, is really more the last, you know, two or three years uh -huh. is that our model allows us, you know, to partner. So you can have, you know, two franchisees working together with a client, you know, so, you know, maybe, you know, a franchisee, one knows this person or this side of the business and the other person knows the other side of the business, but you can kind of join that and work together as a, as a, as a, as a group. And that, that has really uh, helped us move it forward with, with some of our clients, you know, so, um, you know, so yeah, it, it, it's going, going well. And, you know, the support from, you know, corporate is there and, uh, you know, like if you have a question, there's always, there's somebody there to answer it. Yeah. Well, I just said comment about uh, South Dakota. So my son is going to school in Sioux Falls and uh, at Augustana. 
And uh, yeah, so I get a, I get a sense for for South Dakota now. And you're right, there's not a lot of. It's definitely rural. And if you want to live that way, you would have to kind of move quite a bit to get to a city. And so I can relate to the that you you're allowed. You know, you have a business model that allows for that, and that that's kind of cool. Um, and then it, you also kind of mentioned something I thought was interesting, in that you know, as a franchise network, uh, there are other recruiting. Uh, companies and 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 probably corporate companies that have networks of of say recruiters, but having a network of owners that are partnered together to have you know maybe complementary skill sets sounds like you know and again like with a lot of franchising it's like an economy of scale right like you have a unique offer now they wouldn't net because most other people and other types of models wouldn't have the incentives right to work together as a team. And it, it just again, you can you can share in that strength and say, well, I'm not an expert in this industry, but I have a team member that might be, and so that I think is is a powerful way to expand. And of course, that's franchising, right? Um, so, but let's dive a little deeper into what's unique about you guys. And I know you're in a space where, yeah, sure, there's a lot of competitors, and and obviously the industry is going through transformation. All all industries are, therefore yours is. Um, so tell me what. What else is unique about you guys? And when you kind of look at the competitive landscape and, and Brian, you could probably take this one. I know either of you could answer it, but when you're talking to someone new, like an employer, and they probably have a lot of experience with different firms, what is it that you use to say, this is what makes us a little different. This is why you should maybe think about working with us. Well, there's a couple of reasons, actually. One of the things that make us unique is um, the fact that we really focus, as I said, on quality rather than quantity. Uh, and so what we do is we go into a company, we understand the culture of the company, we find out who their ideal candidate is, and then we create a targeted selection plan to go out and find those individuals. And as basic as that sounds, Rob, the companies that have had a bad experience with a recruiting firm who just paper them with resumes, it's music to their ears. So we send a, a message that we're really going to be focused on quality and tailoring that fit of finding that person. We're not, it's not about just sending them a bunch of resumes. In fact, we might tell them we'll send them less resumes, but the people that we are going to send them are going to be meet or exceed what their expectations are. But one of the most unique things about our model, which kind of goes along with what Duke was saying, is how we collaborate together. We have uh, approximately 180 locations, as I said, all across North America, and we're all networked together through a shared database. You might think of it like a realtor's MLS system. Uh, we all have this opportunity to work together. So as a new franchisee coming in, um, you have the benefit of um, hundreds of open jobs that are either corporate accounts or other franchisees that have signed accounts and open those jobs up to franchisees to work. So from the franchising perspective, it, it gives you a way that, to help you jumpstart your business. But your question was directed to from a client perspective, most yeah. recruiting firms, um, you know, companies, they will hire recruiting firms, especially at the management level, they're local recruiting firms. So let's take a large company, for example. Uh, they may have to deal with a dozen different recruiting firms because they're dealing with one in North Dakota, another in Texas, another in California, another in Florida. Because of the way we're set up through this unique shared database, that we can provide a service of having a single account manager for the entire country, which is essentially a single point of contact. And then we can open those jobs up to other franchisees within our system. And then you have this quality control person that can service the entire footprint of a big company 
therefore getting more resumes more rapidly of qualified people to that company. But from the company's perspective, instead of having to deal with a dozen different recruiting firms, I can deal with one recruiting firm who is going to pre-screen and review all of those resumes and only send them to them if I'm qualified. So if I had to deal with a bunch of different recruiting firms before, I may not have to do that anymore because Patrice and Associates is so large and we have this unique um, system where we collaborate together. And I know, Duke, if you want to take that a step further as to what you see when you're working with companies, what makes us unique and different, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, thanks, Brian. You know, so just kind of take that a step further, you know, so so having, you know, the ability to support a larger company that, you know, has, you know, you know, 500 locations or whatever the number is, you know, so rather than having multiple people to, you know, share the job openings and what that ideal profile is and those types of things, they literally have that conversation once. You know, with yeah. you know whoever their account manager is, or account owner is. You know, so we you know we've developed that process. You know, within Patrice and Associates, and it really works 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 well. So just kind of talk about kind of how that process works. Is that you know first of all we have this the, the signed client agreement, and then we kind of talk through what what are their what are their pain points, where are the openings at, and why are these openings and why do they exist? You know, was it because of the pandemic? Was it you know some other reason? Right? You know, so we kind of figure that out, and we kind of do a deep dive on what their what their company culture is. Um, you know, just trying to figure out you know because what you know you can have the skills and the experience that a that a customer that a client is looking for. But if you don't have the right attitude or the right culture uh, to, to come into that company, it's just not a good fit. Um, yeah. You know, so we do, you know, we, we call it an intake session. And, you know, I, I probably spend anywhere from 30 to 90 minutes on an intake session, depending on the role and, and the involvement with the client. And and really the, the goal of that intake session is truly to have the client understand that we're more than just a resume, you know, you know, shop. We, we're not going to just send somebody that sends their resume to us, to you. We're going to truly vet that candidate. And if they don't meet the mark, we're not going to send it on to the client because part of the reason why they're hiring us is because they don't have time to sort through those, those resumes. So something that I, you know, talk about is that, you know, you've got a, a CEO position open, but the dishwasher keeps applying for that role. You know, so I'm not going to take your time and having you read the dishwasher's resume because I know they're not qualified for that role. So I'll save that time for you. Um, so again, with that with that in, intake session, you know, so so then what we kind of drill down to, you know, anything special about that company or that location, you know, is it something going on in that, uh, you know, metro area or is it a rural area, anything dynamic that would make somebody want to leave a metro area to come there or vice versa, you know, kind of, we call them sizzle points. What, what is it about the company, their values, their structure, their benefits, et cetera. You know, so we, we learned that and we just become kind of a, kind of a, <clears throat> an extension of the company. So we can kind of talk the talk, you know, with the, with the potential candidates as well. And then, you know, kind of hitting on, uh, you know, what, uh, what Brian said earlier is that, you know, we definitely focus on quality versus quantity, uh, where it is not my goal to send, you know, 10 applicants for an open position. My goal is to send between three and five. You know, again, it's going to depend on the client and the role. Um, but what the client knows is that every single person that we send as, as a submission has been vetted. You know, we, we're going to do, you know, reference checks. We're going to understand that this person truly is who they say they are. And the resumes are formatted in a consistent format so that the client understands how to read them. Yeah, when I, when I hear, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
that's just an additional service that that that, that we provide you know and in you know in you know kind of the question is like where do where do we find the candidate there's all kinds of different places where we find it you know we've got the, the internal database we, we find clients there we use other uh, other uh, recruiting tools and, and software to, to to find them and then once we have them in in our network we we have them it's like oh okay well this position didn't work out for you but there might be something that comes down the pike in another month or two or something like that and maybe that's the right fit for you I was going to comment. It reminds me of the the franchise recruitment process. It also reminds me of B two B regeneration process, where there's so much time and expense and loss of opportunity that could impact a company. When so for you guys, it's like well, first finding candidates, right? Then finding the right ones, then vetting them, then then qualifying them. Um, and making sure in, in the three to five, when, when you said three to five candidates, I'm thinking, well, that's probably more than enough, but the goal should always be those three to five gets you that candidate. Because then you have a defined amount of time you're investing in getting that candidate. And the other thing that you, you know, I can see as a problem is you have these open positions that can't get filled, right? And you lose productivity from that, not to, not to mention all the time you're putting into trying to recruit, right? Which is where you guys come in. So there's a lot of benefits to having a good process that can deliver the right candidates in the right amount so that you can move forward quickly with the right people. And then I also see you're servicing the people um, that are candidates, um, you know, by staying in touch. And, uh, and, 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 you know, that's important for us, right, for people that are being recruited into positions to work with folks like you. Um, we really depend on you, right, for the right guidance. So it's uh, you're serving. I can see you're serving multiple angles. And what makes me think, as you were explaining all this, and and you're how big you guys are, and you're you're in North America. I'm thinking technology must play a pretty interesting role. So, and I know tech is evolving as we speak. Uh, this past year has been some big breakthroughs in technology. How do you guys, and maybe both of you can can weigh in on this? How do you currently use technology in in a way to drive efficiency and value? Uh, and and where do you see things going? Do you have some thoughts about where things might go in your industry? Sure, I'll, I'll jump in. You know, one of the reasons why um, companies are depending upon us right now is because it is a very tight labor market. And despite what we see, you know, uh, sometimes on the um, on the TV or what we read, you know, every single month it, it tends to surprise the economists how strong the labor market is, um, and that is for. A couple of different fundamentally important reasons. Number one, um, as I said before, there was an exodus of of aging workers during the pandemic. And many of those, as I said, up to 40% of baby boomers didn't return. On top of that, we have a declining fertility rate, declining birth rate in North America over the last two decades. So you take those two things combined together, and that's why the labor market is even tighter than it was during the pandemic. And then you add into that the labor force participation rate, which has steadily been going down for decades. And that's the 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 labor market that we're in right now. And that's why companies are still having trouble filling roles. It's not quite the fevered uh, pace it was right after the pandemic. The labor market is a little bit poor, but companies are still struggling to find people. And one of the reasons they use us and people like Duke is because they're either not getting the quality of the candidates they're looking for, or they're not getting the quantity of the candidates. Uh, and so they, you know, despite the commercials that we see on TV about all the amazing job boards and you're going to find that needle in a haystack, 
It's just not working for our companies. So they're relying on us to be more proactive and go out and find the people that are not responding to their internet ads or that are not going to their website. So it is it is the fact that they can't find those people, especially the quality of the people that they're looking for, that make the services of Duke so important to them and what we do every single day. Now, technology is changing rapidly. We're in the process of going through a technology upgrade in our system. And that's always fun when you have to go through those types of things. Uh, you know, but you know, what we're doing is building some things for the future that will assist our franchisees and ultimately our clients on, on finding the best people. AI is something that is becoming more common in the recruiting world. And mm -hmm. one of the reasons that we made the decision to go to a new technology platform was the ability to utilize AI and the ability to go out and spider out and um, find and draw more candidates in so that we could then vet before we send them to those companies. So I think you're going to see more use of AI in the recruiting world going forward. Um, and for us, um, it gives us the ability to not only attract more candidates to us, but it also gives us the ability to provide business intelligence reports to our clients, such as how many people have we sent them? How quickly are they getting through their process? Because one of the things that we're finding is the companies that are getting the best talent are the ones that are making decisions quickly. You know, the longer your hiring process, the more likely even today that you're going to lose out on a candidate. So us being able to provide that intelligent data to our clients um, is, is going to be very important in the future. And um, technology is helping us do that. But I'd love to hear what, what Duke thinks about that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I to totally agree with what you said there, Brian. And uh, I think technology is going to continue to change. And it's up to us to figure out how to leverage those technology changes to make ourselves more efficient. Um, you know, so I, I, I think, you know, AI is definitely going to be a, play a bigger part within the recruiting process over the next, you know, couple of years. I mean, it's already there, right? But, you know, how do we, how do we tweak it? How do we leverage it? How do we perfect it? Um, mm -hmm. You know, and other, other things is that, you know, with any role, you know, there's administrative type tasks, you know, if we can figure out a way to, you know, automate some like the resume writing and things like that, that, uh, that we do, I think, uh, you know, that's going to be a, a great use of technology. But I, I wanted to talk a little bit, you know, to the point that Brian was making about, you know, kind of the speed to hire, you know, as we talked about, you know, there's more jobs than there are people. We all know that. Right. But when we have that 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 A plus candidate that's willing to take a, you know, a job change. Right. So when we're we're first searching for candidates, you know, we're not really going to job boards. Right. Because we, we know those people have been on the job boards for a while and normally they're there for a reason. So that's not necessarily the, the candidate that we're looking for. We're looking for somebody who doesn't even know that they're wanting a career change. You know, we want somebody mm -hmm. who's stable in their position and say, hey, here's an opportunity that we can, you know, talk to you about. So that's really a, who our target candidate is. You know, and so with that being said, once you get that person to decide that, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a career change. I'm ready for that step up or whatever the scenario might be, um, you know, then it's, it's really about how fast that client can move that candidate through the process. Because if you're a company that's going to have four to six steps in the interview process, that candidate is going to have another offer before you get step five. You know, so um, we, you know, you know, as part of the service that we offer, you know, to our clients is we, we kind of help, you know, coach them through that process because, you know, you know, like anything, they don't know what they don't know, you know, so we, we help them through that process and, 
And, you know, we, we're not looking for that transactional relationship with clients. We're looking for that true partnership where, you know, I've got clients that have, you know, contacted me regarding, you know, their organizational structure. You know, it's like, you know, I want to add this level, but I don't know what the title should be. And, you know, we, I mean, we literally sat on the phone and we talked through, you know, what the title should be, what the job description should be. And then, you know, that's a true partnership. That's not a transactional relationship. And, and that's just what, you know, that, that's what satisfies me is that, you know what, I, I must have done something right because they respect me enough to contact me about that. And then not only did I help them with the job description, I also got to help them fill the role as well. So, um, you know, so that true partnership is kind of the end goal. Yeah. I mean, that, that does seem like there could be a scenario where they're not getting that right. Like Mm -hmm. to to say, I mean, true growth in a business is about people. (laughs) You couldn't find more valuable asset to a business than people. And when you think about, well, how do we maximize that asset of people? It is all about defining the role, who, what kind of candidate it would be, how that's impacting the business growth or the objectives that they might have. But that kind of that kind of consulting and advice, strategic guidance, probably I could see where there's companies that wouldn't go there. They would just send resumes and matches the criteria, send it over. That's that's not even in the same ballpark in terms of help. And if, from my perspective, you know what I mean? Because you're right, it does get down to you know, building organizations, building teams, figuring out what do you need, where do you need it, and and when, and and also looking and covering them and saying, if you drag your feet on this, if you go too slow, you're going to miss the best opportunities. And that's another level of guidance that I'm sure doesn't come across their desk. It's kind of like, oh, how many interviews do you want to have? Oh, 10. <laughs> okay, we'll send you some resumes, right? Like, that won't work. You guys look at it and say, yeah, you won't get anyone of value, right? So that's great that you give that type of strategic input. Uh, as people go, but was there, like you guys got into AI a little bit. Um, is there any ki- kind of tool that you say at this point, I got to have that tool, like that that thing helps. I use it almost every day. Is there anything yet that you guys are leaning on that you would say, man, that's really helped us? Or is it even on an administrative level, even if it's not directly, you know, is there anything that you guys find that's, wow, this is really helping us from an AI? And from a recruitment. From a recruiting perspective, it's all about, you know, casting uh, a wide net and then you screen them because that's the services that you're providing to the company, that you're screening these candidates and making sure they meet and exceed the qualifications. But, you know, what AI has the capability of doing is helping you reach out to more people, even automating some of those tasks where you can reach out to people and then bring them, as I said, you cast a wider net to bring people in that you then uh, vet through that. So we're working with a new software that has the capabilities of doing that. We haven't even scratched the surface on that yet. But from a technology standpoint in general, you know, you need a really good dashboard, you know, a command center as a recruiter to, to keep yourself organized and make sure because it's really an applicant tracking system is what it is. And businesses, companies use applicant tracking systems. We have our own applicant tracking system to keep track of all the candidates that we're working with. But you see more and more larger companies have applicant tracking systems that they use as well. And it's it's with the goal in mind of casting a wider net, getting people into the system and moving them along through the process as quickly as possible. So we have just upgraded our applicant tracking system to allow us to do that and we still haven't scratched the surface of the full capabilities um, yeah. that it has at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, I and I and I would 
and I would answer for you because my my understanding and experience is you're not sacrificing quality at all. In fact, you're probably enhancing it, but also able to do more at the same time. So it's a little bit of both. It's not because we often think of automation in the old way, like 10 years, 20, like even, well, even two years ago. Um, but where you call like an automated type of system and we've all been through that where we can't get it to do what we want. We're, we're trying to talk to it. And I think there's still that idea that somehow using that would you'd sacrifice you do more but you're sacrificing quality but it's not that it's actually higher quality but also be able to cast a wider net so you're helping more people mm -hmm. and uh still still interacting the way you need to interact so that's the way i read it but it's, i'm sure that's something you look at because as you said earlier you're not in a game of just quantity you're in the game of getting to the quality faster probably mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think to add on to that, I think, you know, you know, obviously we're looking at casting that wider net, but you know, with with the, you know, the technology, you have the ability to cast that wider net with some key, you know, structure, you know, like, you know, whether it's skill sets or job titles that you're looking for or industries that you're you're searching for, you know. So so some industries are transferable, some skills are transferable, and some just flat out are not, right? You know, so yeah. with the AI technology, it's important to get that wider net and that, you know, that that quantity there but you can't sacrifice that quality, right? You know, so exactly. if you're looking for a specific thing, you have to put that in into your criteria or, or you're going to miss the boat. Exactly. Yeah, it's a more intelligent way of of casting that net, a more intelligent way of recruiting, really, um, when it comes down to it. But, I mean, when you talk about technology, I mean, there's even things like we have to understand there is generational diversity in the workforce. And some people respond yeah. to text yeah. messages better than they respond to a phone call, Right. Um, and and part of technology can assist you in that process. So it's not necessarily the frustrating part of it, but it's, you know, you, being able to utilize technology to reach out to, in our case, candidates that have the skills and qualifications that our clients are looking for and getting them to respond to us. So that's one of the ways in which technology can help us be proactive and draw people, draw people in. And some of the technology has the ability to, you know, text, you can text right from your desktop to somebody's phone, right? And a lot of candidates, as Duke can tell you, they'll respond to a text message where they may not even respond to an email. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, I feel like we see that in lead generation, right? So most people come to a website of any kind and have questions. And oftentimes we're faced with a form in the old way of thinking of it. And you fill something in to get a, a response, and you're you're in, you're anticipating that you may may not hear something fairly quickly. Depends, right? But now in this new world, we we can offer that and say we're here for you. We're we're here. We can answer these questions for you through a text medium um, and through the ability of AI. So I think that you're right. It offers things to the audience that we probably couldn't offer them before because we didn't have the ability to deliver on our promise. Um, so I think that's exciting. I, I can see where you're waiting to see how these these advancements really play out over the coming years, because I'm sure, and they're going to keep evolving. So it's great. And that's the other thing about franchising I always stress is that being part of a team like yours, for a guy like Duke, it's like he can focus on what he's focused on, which is being a great recruiter, helping his clients, helping his candidates, whereas you, you can focus on innovation. And and you know your your team can can really zero in on what's going to help now and what can help in the future. So that's harder said than done. So I know you're working on all that and you mentioned it. And uh, I know that that's probably taken a lot of work to get to where you are. So 
uh, good luck with all the technology. So just getting back to like, you know, what makes this a great opportunity for a potential candidate, um, for a franchisee candidate, that is. Um, tell me a little bit more. Maybe Duke, you could start. Like, what do you think is the right DNA for someone to come in and, and do what you've, you've done? Uh, you know, if someone is looking to start a business today, what should they be looking at in themselves that might tell them they're a good fit for you guys? Well, well I think the, probably the number one thing is you, you have to have somebody that has strong time management skills, right? You know, so, so, you know, the, you know, you don't have to have recruiting background. You don't have to have, you know, hospitality background or anything like that, you know, but some managerial background will probably be important. Um, but, you know, somebody that has to be able to control their calendar because what you don't want to be doing is you don't want to be doing administrative tasks during your, you know, high revenue producing hours, right? You know, so, you know, during the training, you know, they're, you know, Patrice and Associates is going to train you like, you know, these certain blocks of the day, those are your high dollar, you know, hours. Those are when you're going to be contacting clients and or candidates, you know, to do, you don't want to be doing ad admin tasks during those high, high producing times, you know, so, so having that structure and, you know, pro you know, you know, each, you know, Patrice and Associates franchisee, you know, has the opportunity before they sign on the dotted line. They talk to anywhere from three to five existing franchise owners, you know, and they'll ask us, you know, the good, bad, the ugly questions about, you know, what what surprised you good, what what surprised you bad, you know, it's like, is Brian really a nice guy? You know, those types of questions will come, you know. And, you know, and I'm fully transparent with them, you know, and, and it's like, you know, some of the things that I would say surprised me, you know, even though I was I was all in when I signed. But what surprised me was the true, you know, value system. It's really like an extended family. I mean, I mean, on paper, franchisees in theory could be competitors, right? You know, we're all looking for the same candidates and the same clients. But, yeah. you know, I, I can't think of one time when I ask another franchise owner, you know, for, you know, guidance or assistance, you know, on on whether it's finding a client or, or landing that candidate, where yeah. somebody said, no, I'm not going to help you. You know, everybody's willing to do whatever they can to help each other succeed. It, it, it helps the brand. But, you know, back to you, back to your question, you know, you this like any business, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. You know, mm -hmm. so if you're not willing to do the work, it's probably not going to be successful. But if you have the, the confidence and, and experience to go after it, I don't think it really matters what your background is. You know, yeah. you know, you can slice it as that, you know, no matter what, the, you know, the content, the context is that this is a sales job because it really is every interaction you have, you're, you're selling either your service or the Patrice Associates brand to a client, like why you should, you know, sign this agreement with me and Patrice Associates rather than company X. And then when you're talking to a candidate, you're talking about why this job that you're recruiting for is better than what they currently have. You know, and you're talking about, you know, and we, we talked about, uh, you know, the things that we do with the client perspective, but we also have those dialogues with the candidate as well. It's like, you know, what are you looking for in a job that you don't have today? You know, and, and if, if this new job doesn't have it, you know, maybe let's find a different one for you because that's not what you want. You know, it's the same thing. It's just a different, different logo, right? Yeah. Um, I can't think yeah. of a better franchise brand to help people decide if it's the right fit for them because that's what you do all day as a business, you're working with candidates to say, is this the right place for you? And that's the same kind of conversation you're having with potential franchisees. So, but that's, you know, that's kind of what it's like. And um, so it sounds like it's a pretty uh, flexible position, but I would comment on your comments and say, the reason franchising works so well is what you said earlier, 
there is a structure, there is a brand, there is systems and processes that are there for you to launch pad off of. If you're willing to follow the process, get the support and work hard, your chances of success in franchising are off the charts. Like, and, and, and you guys have proven it 180 times worth, right? And uh, so obviously, but that's the key. I think a lot of people don't realize is how hard it is to do things on your own. Um, and if you were to try to launch a business on your own, similar to this or what have you, or however you approach it on your own, it, it takes a whole lot more. And, yeah. um, and, and that's the great thing about franchising and why I like it so much. Did you have yeah, any comments, I think, Brian? Yeah. yeah, I think there's a couple of things that um, I think are really important about our model. I mean, it's an amazing model. It's a home-based business. You work out of your home. You have the ability to do recruiting locally in your market and through a unique way our territories are set up. You can even develop um, clients for your circle of influence in other parts of the country. So you really have the best of both worlds. You can be working in your local community and be developing a nationwide business. And, you know, when we talk to candidates, franchise candidates, we tell them more about that. Um, and you join a system where it is a team of people that are collaborating. You have jobs to work from day one, which is very unusual in franchising. Um, you don't, which is essentially amounts to customers. Um, typically with franchises, you get your, your training and your support. And then, you know, you have to go out and develop all your own clients with Patrice and Associates. The way we're networked together, you're, you're starting basically with a base of business, which helps you accelerate your ramp up. But as Duke said, to be successful in our model, you do have to work, right? Um, you don't have to have a recruiting background. You don't have to have a hospitality background. But I see three things, three big rocks of the people that are the most successful in our, in our business. One is they're willing to follow a system because that's what a franchise is, right? It's a recipe that if you follow that system, you're going to be successful. And it's very important in the early stages of your business that you're committed to following that and developing those good habits um, out of the gate. Second, you have to be a proactive person. Um, you know, even though we provide customers, you still have to get on the phone. You make ha have to make outbound calls. You know, you can't be afraid to talk to people you don't know because that's what the companies are paying us to do. They're paying us to go find people that are not responding to their ads. So you have to be a proactive person. You have to want to build a business, both from a business development standpoint and, and to do the activities that you need to do to find those great candidates. But the last thing, and, and maybe this is a good thing to, to sort to wrap it up on is in our model, you really have to care about people because what we do every day is we change people's lives. And you were alluding to this earlier and Duke was talking about it a moment ago. You know, if you're in a dead end job with no upward mobility and you're working 50 to 60 hours a week and you're too busy to look for another opportunity, when somebody like Duke comes along and has a conversation with you, you know, you, Duke has the ability to change somebody's life because there are very few things other than your career and, and what you do to make money that has an impact on you. And if you're in a bad situation and, you know, you have a bad boss or a bad culture, it affects your psyche. It has ripple effects on your family. And when you can help somebody find a better career opportunity that, you know, puts them in a better place, it may even have ripple effects on their family, and their community. Um, that's very rewarding. So for the people that join us, most of the time, as much as it's important to have those business development and marketing skills, they also have to care about people. There has to be something in them that strikes a chord about wanting to help people. Make no mistake, it's about making money. But the work that we do every day is helping people 
And it's a, it's an important thing because we have the ability to help people change their life through their career choice. That's a huge thing. Like a huge, huge thing. Like I can't think of something we all spend more time doing. The people, you think about people in the equation, it's helping them and then helping them help that company. And it's what drives everything. It's, it's what we do every day. We spend our family is why we do it and the people we love. But, you know, yeah, you're right. But that's what you're doing. And part of your business, you're serving the candidates. There's no cost for the candidate, but they're getting a service, right? They're getting a valuable service. And that's what you can't forget. And I'm sure you guys don't. I mean, I've worked with some good recruiters in my career and I've worked with some bad ones, but I know the difference and that they are so valuable and they were so valuable to me. And um, and in that moment of my life, that was huge for me. So I can see what you mean. Before I let you go, Brian, was there uh, and and Duke, you feel free as well to chime in. Was there anything you wanted to leave the audience with? Just something that you wanted to make sure. It could be any any angle of the audience. It could be uh, potential folks in your industry. It could be people looking to start a business. Candidates could be some of the businesses that you work with. Anything you want to leave the audience with, and also share your uh, website and the best way to get in touch. That would be great. Sure. So maybe you could start. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that I would say is we're, we're in a very interesting time, um, in, you know, in our country economically. And I think that there are some socio-demographic factors, underlying socio-demographic factors that make the work that we do is going to be very important going forward with a declining fertility rate and a birth rate, uh, declining and a large number of people exiting the workforce. It's going to be a tight labor market for a while. Um, there's going to be ups and downs, peaks and valleys in the economy. That's the way the business cycle works. But on a long-term basis, you don't turn a cycle around in five years or 10 years. We're facing a situation with a tighter labor force. So I think our services that we provide the customers, the companies, at finding really talented individuals is going to be in demand in the future. And it's one of the reasons why I think our franchise model um, is, um, is certainly a great opportunity. It's also another reason why... We have been pushed into other vertical markets outside of hospitality and doing executive search in other industries entirely, construction, engineering, you know, oil and gas, um, retail, um, just a variety of different businesses where companies are coming to us saying that we need your help because we, we just can't do it. We can't find people. And it's not going to get dramatically easier going forward. So I think the opportunity is right for our, our, our business and our model right now. But as Duke said earlier, you have to be willing to deliver on those services and, you know, you have to do that in the right way. And that to me, it's following the system as being that proactive person, like Duke said, and it's really having what I call having that heart for people. Um, those are the things that I think make franchisees like Duke amazing at what they do. And Duke has gotten amazing testimonials from candidates that he has placed in jobs where they said, listen, I've never had this experience before. I didn't have this experience with a recruiter before, just like you said, maybe they had a bad experience with the recruiter and they really felt like Duke had their back and Duke was really out to not just make a dollar, but to make the right match, not only for the candidate, but also for the company as well. And so those are the things that I think are the most unique things about our model. And I think it's what makes our business great. You know, we always say to the candidates, let's help get you to great, you know, the way we get to great is by having amazing franchisees like Duke who are really passionate about what they do every day. And Duke, I'll let you wrap it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank, thanks, Brian. And, you know, as far as, you know, something to look forward, I think Brian's spot on regarding the, the, the labor market, right? I mean, it's going to be something that we're going to be facing for, you know, years, you know, so technology is going to help some of that. But, you know, our, our you know, our, our mission, our goal has to be is how do we get those top candidates, you know, to be interested in our clients, you know, that and that's really the, the, the secret sauce, right? Because there's going to, you know, for the next decade or more, there's going to be more job openings than there are people to fill them. And that's just a matter of fact. How do we utilize our, you know, our excellence, our our systems, our processes, and getting that that top candidate to work for our clients? And that's really really the mission, you know. So, I think it's going to be an exciting, uh, you know, you know, future, and I'm really excited about it. And uh, you know, as, as Brian mentioned, you know, having having the ability to take somebody from that, you know, dead end job, or there's no career growth, there's just stagnant, you know, possibly a bad culture. Putting them into a place that has that that focus on culture, that focus on customer service, and those types of things, you know, getting somebody to make that switch, it is so rewarding as as, as you know to a person. It's like you know what I impacted that person's life, you know, and and then you know there's there's people that I have placed almost five years ago that we are still in contact to this day. Like you know, this was the best decision that I've ever made in my career. Um, you know, so that's very very rewarding. No, no doubt. I like I said, I've had interactions in my life, and it's it was always very important. And for the good ones, yeah, I stayed in touch for a while until I started being an entrepreneur, and and I wasn't doing that as much. But I remember uh, how important those relationships were, and it did matter, you know. And you're right; I can imagine as you continue in this business that those relationships don't go anywhere, and you they keep helping you build yourself up as well as a business owner. So that's amazing. Good story. Um, best way to reach you guys. I want to make sure we we clarify for the audience how to find you on the internet. And uh, so could you share the best way to reach out to you guys either way from a business standpoint, or maybe they want to get into business uh, working with you guys, but uh, could you share yep. the uh, websites? Sure. www.patriceandassociates.com is our main website and you can navigate everything from that main website. And Duke can tell you what his um, microsite is because each franchisee has their own microsite as well. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. So, the, so it's the, the same website, and then it's the, the zip code of five seven four zero one. After that, um, you know, and then uh, you know, my contact information is right there. All right. Perfect, guys. Well, I tell you what, I appreciate the time. It, you, you spent a lot of time with the audience today. I encourage everyone to reach out if you're curious. Again, it's a great learning experience. No matter what, these guys have a broad view of the entire economy. So there's a whole lot they could help you with. I would reach out if you have some interest in working with them. But it's been a pleasure, guys, talking to you both, having you both here today. And I appreciate your time. And to the audience, we look forward to delivering you another great episode here shortly in the future. And bye for now.